Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Show Colbert. Welcome back, everybody. My first guest is the creator and star of the Broadway smash musical Hamilton. Please welcome Lynn Manuel Miranda. Thank you for making me wow. feel welcome with the music of my people. Yeah, oh, absolutely. They, they, they make everybody feel welcome. <laughs> it's just like I'm in Washington Heights. Thank you. You're most, <laughs> most welcome. Uh, uh, me theater is a two theater. Oh. Yeah. That's the extent of my Spanish. I'm all Latin. done. Exactly. Um, it's really exciting to have you on. Uh, Hamilton, and listen, this is no surprise to you, completely blew me away. Thank you very much. Uh, has anybody, have you, any of y'all seen it? Thank you. Thanks, it's hard to get tickets. You might be a good guy to ask. Could you get us 400 tickets to Hamilton? Look under your chair! <laughs> <laughs> if I had that Oprah power, I would do it. Now, uh, you, you, got it. you grew up as like a theater kid. You loved musicals growing yes. up, right? Yes. What was, because for me, I went and saw it and I went, I didn't know really what to expect. I heard good things. And my first reaction was just like, oh, this is very interesting. This is very different. I wonder, I wonder how long this... They can sustain this. And then you go, oh, this is actually quite magnificent. And then two hours later, I'm going, why am I crying over Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> is that a common Great. reaction? Uh, it is a common reaction. I think a lot of people think it's going to be sort of very clever and there are going to be lots of knowing winks. And then, but Alexander Hamilton had this really full and tragic American life. And here so, in New York. Here in New York City. And he's kind of the New York founding father. How do you feel now that uh, Hamilton's going to come off the $10 bill? I don't think he is. Really? Yeah, I just... Think... The plan was to take him off, like, by 2017. Do you think you single-handedly have kept him No, on I the don't bill? think I have. I think you have. No. Honest to God, because the, <laughs> up until your musical, up until your musical, who talked about Alexander Hamilton? People yeah. thought he was a president, but he was never president. No, he was just a guy on the 10. But, you know, people have always underestimated Alexander Hamilton, so I think I picture the ghost of Hamilton being like, I'm not coming off that money. <laughs> I have more he kind of invented say. the money. He, he made our He created our, money. our financial system. I mean, like one guy created our financial system, and so it's not just learning about Hamilton, but you're seeing like New York has this amazing colonial history. Yeah, you don't think of that. We're living in a colonial town now because I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, yeah. which is like colonial Woo! under colonial under glass. Like you're not allowed to change anything. <laughs> but New York is always making history. 
because of people like Hamilton. Totally. And it's and what was amazing about writing it was, you know, I'm a born and bred New Yorker and I love New York, but I didn't have to go very far. My first musical was about Washington Heights. And, hey! And there's lots of stuff there. I mean... You know, Fort Tryon Park, where Washington made his last stand before he bounced with his troops, mm-hmm. um, is, is right uptown. Um, his first headquarters is on 162nd Street, where, Al- where Aaron Burr actually lived for a year. He married the owner of that house, Elijah Jumel, like in his 50s. She was 12 years older. He took all her money and bounced a year later. What, Aaron Burr did? Aaron Burr did. He yeah. was a gigolo? Yeah, well, he was just kind of like... <laughs> she was a very notorious lady. She married him for his notoriety. He was then famous for having shot... Homeboy, and, and as his friends called, him. as his friends called him, he used to walk around and he'd say, "My friend Alexander Hamilton, who I shot." Oh wow! Yeah, he was. Did it bother him for the rest of his life? <laughs> yeah, he was sort of a haunted dude for the rest of his life. He may have tried to go annex Mexico and declare himself emperor. Um, there might be a sequel in the works. I mean, he That'd has this cool. whole crazy other life. Um, but yeah, he married this lady on 162nd, like sort of bilked her for all her money and then, like, fled to Europe. Um, one, of the, one of the amazing songs in it to me is The Room Where It Happened. Yeah. Okay. And that's Burr uh, wanting to be in the room where a deal is being cut between Hamilton and Jefferson and Madison, right? Yeah. Do I have that Yeah, right? which sounds so boring, doesn't it? They're but, trying to figure out where the banks go and where right. the capital goes. Yeah, it's a song about the compromise wherein Hamilton basically said, we can trade away the capital of, of the United States to be down near you guys in Virginia um, if you pass my debt plan, if you find the votes to pass my financial plan. Yeah. Um, which sounds super dry, but we... You, brought a, you wrote a Broadway show about creating a financial plan for the United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it yeah. swings, baby, it swings. It does. <laughs> I just want to say... You, sir, have got some huevos rancheros. Really, it does. It takes balls. It takes balls to write this kind of musical. One of my favorite characters in it is uh, Lafayette. Okay? And one of the things that's amazing about, like, could hit you in the face with the history of New York is you started this thing at the public theater. And so you'd go in and see, you know, someone playing Lafayette and talk about how important he was to the revolutionary cause. Then you'd walk out onto Lafayette Street in New York City. Yeah, and you can't help but sing it. Lafayette! Yeah, the the fun thing we do with Lafayette is he's kind of struggling with the language at the beginning of Act 1, and then at at the end of Act 1, he's a commander, and he has the fastest raps in the show. I call it the Police Academy... Uh, rule, which is, you remember the little lady in p- the Police Academy movies who would be like, please, can you please go? And then she'd be like, hey, freeze, sucker! And everyone would be like, oh! So that's kind of what we did with Lafayette. He's like, oh, I do not speak your language. And then suddenly he's like, I'm taking this horse by the reins, making red coats, red with blood stains! Like, <laughs> and goes, oh! I'm just well, stealing from Police Academy. Well, uh, the same actor who plays Lafayette also plays Jefferson. Yes, and David that, Diggs. David Diggs, he's David a Diggs. force Amazing. of nature. And there are great, there are rap battles between Hamilton and Jefferson in front of Washington trying to determine things like do they support Paris, do they pass a debt plan. And we've got a little clip, a small oh, clip great. here of what that's like to watch these rap battles. In Virginia, we plant seeds in the ground. We create. You just want to move our money around. This financial plan is an outrageous demand, and it's too many damn pages for any man to understand. Thomas, that was a real nice declaration. Welcome to the present. We're running a real nation. Would you like to join us or stay mellow doing whatever the hell it is you do in Monticello? A civics lesson from a slaver. Hey, neighbor. Your debts are paid because you don't pay for labor. We plant seeds in the South. We create and keep ranting. We know who's really doing the planting. 
was it? His slaves. His slaves. He's talking about slaves. He's talking about slaves. Exactly. Now, uh, again, this is like uh, this is like nothing I've ever seen, um, and it's beautiful and it's really moving. Did you have this kind of experience? Like, what was like the thing that you saw when you were younger that completely blew you away and said, "I have to do that"? Oh, it was a couple of things. Um, One, uh, the first musical I ever saw on Broadway. We didn't have money for a ton of musicals. I was a cast album guy. My mom used to blast uh, Man of La Mancha and Camelot. Those were like the big ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, So they found Guinevere. That was like the bangingest. I am my Don Quixote, the Lord of La Mancha. Mancha, My destiny calls and I go. Yes. Sancho, yes, I'm Sancho. I follow my master till the end. We should take it on the road. Yeah, let's go. Yes. This thing is ready to go. Um, and uh, But then Les Mis was, was the first one I ever saw. And um, I, I just remember the effect it had on my parents, actually. They brought home that cast album. Yeah. And every time they played Bring Him Home, my mom would start crying. And I think that's probably as responsible for me writing musicals as anything else. I saw the effect it had on my family. And then Phantom was the, other, the second musical I saw. And it was about, like an ugly songwriter who, like, wants to get girls to notice him. And I was like, I know all about that. I'm on the cusp of puberty. (laughs) This phantom's got some good ideas. (laughs) Well, uh, uh, if you can stick around for a little bit more, we'd love to talk. Okay, stick around. We'll be right back with more Lin-Manuel Miranda. with Lin-Manuel Miranda, whose play Hamilton is at the Richard Rogers Theater right now, and the cast soundtrack is available wherever music is sold. Go get it. <laughs> now, um, you're gonna, this thing is going to play forever. I hope so. Oh, yeah. No, it's amazing. And then every high school is going to do it, right? I'm really excited about that. It's the yeah. best possible thing. Have a lot of kids come see it? Yeah, yeah, we have a whole initiative. We're having 20,000 New York City school kids coming over the next year. The Rockefeller Foundation's paying for it. Wow. Um, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Well, but what's, so what's, uh, so like what's next? I mean, are you gonna, I mean, this has been such a hit. Another musical about a founding father? I think I'm good on founding fathers for a while. Really? Yeah, I you know. No, people love sequels and they love, you know, Hollywood loves imitation. Just do, found another founding father and just do yeah, one about him. I don't him. know, I, I was really, you know, Hamilton's kind of my guy. I think, yeah, I understand I think that. I'm good. Yeah. But there are a lot of other guys who signed, they're like, what about Button Gwinnett? He signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is? No. No, he's one of the three signers of the Declaration of Independence. He's a real guy. Yeah, yeah, from George Shum. He signed the Declaration of Independence, and I believe we have a picture of him. There's his signature on the Declaration. Oh. He's a real guy, one of three guys from Georgia who signed it, and nobody remembers him. I, I certainly don't. No, yeah, no. That's why I think it's going to be so fresh when I drop my new musical, Button. <laughs> about Button Gwinnett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? What did he do? Like, what's his legislative nothing. legacy? He did almost nothing. <laughs> this is absolutely true, because he, he got into politics about one year before the declaration, and then he died less than a year later in a duel. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. he died in a duel. That's died a duel. great That's cool. ending. That's that Hamilton. works really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So is yeah. this like a, like a one-act play? It's like a one-song play. It's oh. a one-song play. <laughs> yeah, and I, we actually have a clip, and uh, you're in it. Oh, great. Barmaid 1AL, if it's not too much bother, pay attention. Did I mention I'm a founding father? Don't try to front me, I won't play that, madam. I'm a founder of this country, and my name's John Adams. 
I knew it was you, my boy Johnny Ace. Has it really been Philly since I've seen your face? Thank you very much. Always nice to meet a fan. Hold on a second, Adams. You know who I am. It's me, Button Gwinnett. I don't need a citation because we met tete-a-tete -tete when we signed the declaration. Big wig style. How could you forget? I'm your brother, founding father, Big B Gwinnett. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't hear. Can you repeat that name? Was it Bilbo Gimlet? What's your claim to fame? I don't remember any hobbits on the signature roster. You claim you're a founder. You look like a loster. <laughs> what? What? You can call me Gwinnett, you can call me Button. All the shorters call me over when they see me strutting. I'm a patriotic player, I don't need to cajole. Got the lady folks unbuttoning their buttonhole. Yeah. Ask Abigail, she knows. I'm John Friggin' Adams, come on, show respect. I ain't never heard of no Button named Button Gwinnett. I'm the OGVP and I know every signer from Hancock and Boston to Lynch and Carolina. It's a mystery why you pissed at me, but Button Gwinnett will make history. I'm a glutton for detention, so don't you forget, tell him my name. Button What's my name? Button What's my name? What's my name? Button His name is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hamilton is running now on Broadway. The original cast album is available wherever music is sold. The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. We'll be dropping classic bits and celebrity interviews seven days a week while the show goes on hiatus for summer break. The Late Show will be back on July 18th with all new episodes. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. For more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Calling all vendors and non-vendors alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.